The fourth and final step in our four-part series, the four things that you must do in order to discover your career passion in 2021 and beyond. Up next, welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. Kay Kirkman here with you once again. In 2021, we made it. We're here. It is the new year. And, you know, it's always such an interesting time of year because we are coming off of all the hype of the holidays and the festivities. And whether you were sheltered in place or whether you were masked up and out and about, there was definitely a different energy in the air in November, December, even October. And now we're kind of getting into that holiday hangover, right? The awkward time right after the holidays and into the new year. You know, I see the Valentine's Day candy is already up. So we're already looking towards the next holiday. And when it comes to your career, a lot of you maybe taking this time to really soul search and see, hey, is 2021 going to be another repeat of 2020? Or am I going to do something different? Especially if you're in a place right now where you are unhappy with your current work situation and you are a Gen Xer who is staring down yet another birthday this year. So as we get older, we put things in in different perspective. And so if your career is on your mind, then hopefully today's show will give you some added clarity. So as you know, we have been talking for the past three episodes about the top four things that you must do if you are ready to discover your career passion in 2021 and beyond. So we are going to recap the first three, we're going to talk about the fourth one, and we will wrap it up for today. So going back to the first three things that you absolutely must do if you are to discover your career passion in 2021 and beyond, the first thing was to find your why. And I want to kind of revisit that just really briefly because I wanted to make sure that everyone was clear that when I said find your why. And I heard this, I heard this actually on another podcast and I was so glad to hear it because I was like, oh, that reminds me, I want to make that distinction. So we talked about finding your why in terms of discovering your career passion. I don't want you to think that once you discover your why, first of all, that, you know, the skies will open, the heavens will sing, and it's going to be all of a sudden, everything's going to make sense once you determine why you want to find your career passion, why you want to do something new. Your why is really just a compass for you. It is your your anchor, if you will. It is the thing 
that is going to keep you moving forward when things don't work out the way you want them to. And I wanted to also make mention that your why does not necessarily have to be some altruistic, you know, you're going to save the whales and you're going to, what I want to say, uh, become a monk, right? Join a monastery is what I wanted to say. Uh, Your why could be as simple as you want to make more money or you want to have more recognition or you want to work with coworkers that you're able to collaborate with. Your why is your why. And so be very careful when you choose your why that it's not the why of your mother or your best friend or your peer group, and that it is truly something that is going to anchor you in those times when you are out there taking action and things may not be working exactly the way you planned. So I just wanted to put that out there with the why. So the first thing, find your why. Second thing, take action. And we talked about how taking action is going to look different for everyone. So depending on what exactly it is that you want to do, your taking action might look different than my taking action. But whatever you do, the actions that you take must be moving you forward. Because so many people spend time on activities that make them feel like they're doing something, but they're not really doing something. For example, and don't get on me if this is something that you're doing, because there is a there is a place for this. But a lot of times people will go to Monster, go to Indeed, go to, what are the other ones out there? Monster, Indeed, Glassdoor, whatever the major job sites are. LinkedIn, you know, has has their own job, job board or, or careers, career listings. And so a lot of times people say, all right, it's 2021. I'm sick of where I am. I'm getting older. Time's running out, which by the way, isn't really true. But let's just say that's what you're saying to yourself. Time's running out. I'm going to get on it and I am going to change up where I am right now. I'm going to find my career passion. I'm going to find something else to do in terms of my career. And the first thing you do is hop on the job sites, right? And you start sending out a bunch of resumes, sending out a bunch of resumes. You don't get any responses. You get frustrated and you end up getting demotivated and you're staying in the same position that you've been in for the past 15 years. Now, I am not saying that you cannot go on a job site and get a job. I have done so. I am not saying that going on these job boards is not beneficial. But for me, what I found is, yes, you can find jobs on job sites, especially if you have the exact qualifications that they are looking for, because there's a whole algorithm that takes keywords and all of that, which is a whole nother podcast. So yes, it can be useful, but job sites are really good as a research tool. Job sites like Monster, Indeed, all of those are really, really great research tools in addition to going being someplace where you can go to find a job. So especially if you're a Gen Xer and you're trying to find something new, maybe get into a new career field, it's a great place for you to research job titles, job descriptions, see what kind of certifications 
what kind of technical requirements are needed for a specific position. So these are great uses of a job board. So to me, an action that would be an action that is moving you forward might be using a job site to research a new career, if that's what you're looking for. Again, not saying that you can't find a job on a job site, but a lot of times people get caught up in doing things where the optics look great. Oh, I'm on the job site. And you, Before you know it, you'll be on a job site for two hours, just blindly sending out resumes. And then what happens too is you start looking at a position and you're like, well, I don't have all the qualifications, but I kind of have some of those qualifications. And I remember in second grade once, the teacher asked me to get up and speak in front of the class. So I do kind of have that experience. So you start just messing with your mind in terms of what exactly you want. So anyway, I have gone off on a long tangent just to say that when you take action, make sure that the action that you're taking is moving you forward and not something that you're just doing to make yourself feel like you're actually doing something. So number one, find your why. Number two, take action. Number three, we talked about last week was managing your mindset. So we talked about the fact that once you determine your why and once you start taking action, inevitably, you're going to start having issues with your mindset, meaning, hmm, I'm not really qualified for that. And "Mm, well, maybe this job isn't that bad. And well, what if I go for it and somebody tells me no? Or what if they go for, what if I go for it and somebody tells me, yes, how am I going to be able to perform? So all of these different things, our fears, our limiting beliefs, the opinions of others, judgments of others, all of those things start coming into play. So we talked about how we could start to manage our thoughts and get really clear on what we want and really work on our mindset in terms of making sure that we are able to take the actions that are going to move us forward. So once again, find your why, take action, manage your mindset. And final step in the four-step process that I use myself and I use with my clients in order to take any kind of action. So if you want to discover your career passion in 2021, this final step is so crucial and key. And so that final step is to evaluate, evaluate. Once you have set in motion your why, you start taking action, you're managing your mindset, This is an ever-changing process. And so it isn't something that you just kind of one and done. You decide and that's it. There are going to be all sorts of reasons while during this journey, you're going to have to pivot. And so evaluation is key throughout the process. So what do I mean by evaluate? You want to constantly be making sure that you are on track to go towards your goals and not away from your goals. So once you've established the path that you want to take to discover your career passion, you just want to make sure that you have checkpoints to make sure that what it is that you want, where you want to go, is where you're headed. So let me give you an example of this. 
let's say that you are an HR generalist. So you're in human resources and you're a generalist. So you're familiar with benefits. You also do some training and development. You do some hiring. You do some recruiting. You do a little bit of everything. But you really want to get into the training aspect of things. And so you decide that you want to be a training consultant. So you'd like to work with companies in establishing their training programs and doing trainings with their teams. And so this is something that you've done a bit of in your current role as a generalist, but you're going to have to do some things differently in order to start consulting specifically in that area. So you've determined your why is that you are interested in more working with teams rather than doing the other aspects of HR that you are doing at your current role. So your why is that you want something that's a little bit more challenging in your opinion, a little bit more fulfilling, and also something that uses a different skill set than what you're currently using. All right, great. So you've got your why. And so you start to take action. You start to take action. And so you start to put your feelers out. You start to go to LinkedIn. You start to see who in your network is working for companies that might hire outside trainers. You start to go to job sites, go to Monster or some of these other job sites, and you start to research positions, training positions. You start to enter training manager, training supervisor, training consultant. You start to see what comes up. All right. So you've got a couple of companies in mind. And so you're looking at companies and you see that a lot of manufacturing companies are looking for training. And you realize that you don't have a manufacturing background. And you also realize that you don't really want to work in a manufacturing environment. But you're seeing all of these different opportunities in a manufacturing environment. Well, when we talk about evaluating, you might then want to go back and revisit the actions that you're taking. Maybe you need to be more specific in terms of the types of companies that you're going for, that you're researching, that you're approaching, right? So that one little shift, that one little change of not just taking action for any company, but specifying the types of companies that you want. So let's say you want to work for a technology company, let's say. Then you start going back. And now that you've shifted a little bit in your action steps, now you start to see more of the technology jobs. Now you start to go to tech blogs or more uh, specific groups, let's say on LinkedIn, that have more of a network of tech decision makers rather than ones in a manufacturing environment. So that's just a, a very simple example of how you could start to pivot as you are deciding how you're going to go after your career passion this year. Another example I want to give is for someone who is looking to be an entrepreneur. So let's just say that you have an idea for a product or something that you can do on the side in addition to your regular job. And so you've decided your why is that you want to have a second stream of income. You want some more money. So you start to take action. You start to go out and let's say you start to try and sell your product, right? Let's say it's t-shirts. You start to sell your t-shirts and you find 
that the particular t-shirt that you decided to to sell, let's say that you're selling bling t-shirts, right? So let's say you're selling blinged out t-shirts and this particular t-shirt as you go to market is very saturated. And a lot of the sayings on the t-shirts are the same. And so it's harder for you to break through if you're selling t-shirts that say, let's say girl boss, right? That's something that you see all the time, girl boss or black, black girl magic, let's say. Now you have to go back and instead of just saying that I'm going to sell these t-shirts that say girl boss or black girl magic, maybe I need to find other unique phrases that people are looking for. Maybe I need to go on Facebook and start looking in groups and see what entrepreneurs are calling themselves. Maybe the fact that there are a lot of people that do want the t-shirts is a good thing. And maybe that uh, is validation that there's a market demand. And so you do want to go and continue to sell that type of t-shirt. It all depends. My point is that You know, there's a saying that successful people make decisions quickly and they're slow to change their mind. They make decisions quickly and they're slow to change their mind. So you want to be able to make decisions in terms of taking action, but you also want to have this process of evaluation to where you don't jump out of something too soon, but you take your time to evaluate whether or not the road that you're on is going to be beneficial and it's going to get you to where you want to be eventually. And so evaluation is really just looking through the processes that you're taking to make sure that they're effective. And so there are many, many different ways that you can evaluate. You might say to me, well, okay, okay, that's great. How do I evaluate? Well, I gave you a couple of examples, but probably one of the best ways to evaluate is to just take a look at what you have been doing and to gauge how effective it is. And how do you know if it's effective? Are you getting the results that you want in any given area? Are you getting the interviews that you want? Are you getting the decision makers that you want to reply to you and give you the information that you're looking for? And so you want to maybe keep a log, maybe keep a journal, maybe keep a spreadsheet. You want to have some way that you are monitoring the actions that you're taking and what's transpiring in those actions. Uh, If you're having mindset issues, you want to make note of where you're not taking action and why you're not doing it. What are the fears that you're butting up against as you take action? So those are all great ways to start to monitor and see what you're doing so you can make sure that you're on track. Now, I would say one of the best ways to do this, you have to be careful with this, but having an outside opinion can oftentimes be good when you are evaluating. Now, you want to make sure that the outside opinion that you get is someone that you trust, someone preferably who already has experience or better yet has already done what it is that you want to do, or someone that you know is going to give you an honest, objective opinion, not someone who's going to tear down your dreams, but also not someone who's going to tell you exactly what you want to hear. So getting an outside opinion is great from a trusted colleague, from a friend, from a mentor, from a coach. Uh, So getting an outside opinion is also a great, great way to evaluate 
to evaluate and make sure that you are indeed on track for whatever it is that you want to do and take on as your career passion in 2021. So that's it. Just to wrap up once again, your four-step process is to number one, determine your why. Number two, start to take action. Number three, manage your mindset. And number four, evaluate. And so I hope that this gives you a fresh perspective, a new way to look at your job search or your career pivot actions as you move into 2021 and really start to make those dreams, those passions that you've wanted to go after a reality. I am so thankful and I know I I will I will always remain grateful that I was able to start this podcast last year. And I'm so grateful that we're walking into 2021, continuing to grow, get better and better and bring you more and more value as we go. So that is it for this week. Again, if you have any questions, concerns, show ideas, anything at all, I'd love to hear from you. You can email us. The Gen X Career Show email is Gen X Career Show. So G-E-N, the letter X, career show at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I hope and pray that everyone is easing into this new year in an optimistic way. And I wish you all a very, very prosperous new year. And I look forward to what is to come. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.